Welcome back to Heart to Heart. I am Bacheva Heart, your host. I am doing video, guys. Second episode. I'm excited about it. I think I got the hang of that whole editing thing. This week, I wanted to talk about something a little more uplifting, a little more fun. And I figured I could share with you guys some of my favorite date stories. Now, some of them are just like chaotic. Some of them are cute. I have a note in my phone and it's called The List. And I started it in December of 2022. No, December 2021. And I was on a family vacation with my mom and my brother and sister and they were we were all talking about like dating and they were sharing how many people they've kissed slash been with and at the time I had only kissed like four people and I was like this is ridiculous I am 28 years old going on 29 like I cannot have kissed four people in my life like no so I decided to make my list so that I could like count how many people I had either gone on dates with or kissed, or slept with. And I just wanted to be able to like keep track. In my mind, I told myself, I'm like, Bacheva, you need to go on at least 20 dates before you can be into somebody and like maybe possibly date. And at the time, I thought that 20 was like a lot. And I was like, oh my God, at least like going out with 20 guys, I'm going to go on 20 dates with 20 different people. Like that sounds like a lot. And now my list is at 90. I have been on 90 dates with 90 different men in the past year and a half. Now, like, that is a lot of people. And, like, kudos to me for finding the time to, like, actually get that done. Like, I don't know how I did that. And that's, like, actual dates. And that doesn't mean I didn't see them some people again. It doesn't mean, like, some people I, like, hung out with but didn't go out on an actual date. So the fact that I found 90 men, different men to go on a date with, like, giving myself a pat on the back because that took hustle. And I would say majority of those people are app-based. So I'm going to do like a full-blown episode on dating apps and how to rig the system to get yourself dates because, I mean, it's possible. I think that everything, you know, the caliber of people aren't the best, but like if you want to go on a fucking date, you can find a date on a dating app. To start off, I thought... I would start with like, I was trying to think, I'm like, I've gone out with 90 people. Like I have to have a lot of stories. And whenever I would hang out with my friends, like always had like a new date update. And they're like, you should write this down. And I'm like, no, I don't need to write it down. Of course I'll remember. So of course I don't remember, but I was trying to like, I went through my list and like, I'm actually pretty impressed with myself that I can more or less like picture the human being that matches the name. Even though if you looked at my list, I would say like, 40% of the people on the list, their name starts with a J. I don't know what it is about me, but I love a J name. I love a J boy. I think I've gone out with every kind of variation of a J name for men. And, uh, but I still can like picture the time period because everything's in chronological order and I can like picture their faces. So I was going to my list and trying to remember like, did anything funny happen on this date? So I thought about to like the very beginning. So we're going through this list. It's before New Year's or Christmas with my family. And I'm like, you know what? I need to go on a date while I'm traveling because I was traveling with my family for like two and a half weeks. My mom knew that like in order to get a smile on my face, I needed some male attention. And she was like, just go on a date here. So I'm like, let me try this out. So thank the gods of Raya. They found this really hot, cute boy. 
And I don't even know if I would describe him as cute. He was just beautiful. He's a beautiful human being. Probably like the most attractive male I've ever gone on a date with. And we match. He's flying into this place in Brazil that like this random ass town that I'm staying in. And I'm staying at this like beautiful resort. And I think part of the reason my mom like knew that I really needed to go on a date was because we were surrounded by couples. Like it was a very romantic, beautiful place. Like I would love to go back there with a partner. Being there on a family vacation, getting out of a breakup three or four months before, not the best time for me to be there because I was miserable and I needed some distraction. So I matched with this guy and born in Brazil, right? Foreign country, not the safest place. He was from somewhere in California, so it wasn't like he was a foreign man. But we decided we're going to go to this restaurant that I picked because I felt like I wanted to be on my territory. I'm like, do you want to meet here? And he's like, great. And my mom's like, you're not going to meet someone in a foreign country to this bar that's like an hour and a half away because we were staying nowhere near town. So I was like, okay, but how do I go? So my mom, being the kind, amazing mom that she is, had me go travel an hour and a half to meet a boy and she sent me along with like a bodyguard and a translator just in case something would happen and like they would check in with me because like I want to make sure you're safe now I didn't want this guy to think that I was traveling an hour and a half to see him because that would make me seem desperate which I was but I didn't want him to know that obviously so I tell him that I'm like 20 minutes away and I figure that I was like, let me know when you're like getting ready to leave. I'm like 20 minutes away. You can text me. But we had made up a time. So I leave like an hour and a half before. And literally when he like texts me that he's getting ready to leave. And I'm like, oh, perfect. I'll leave now too. So ladies, moral of the story is if you want to see a boy, see a boy. They don't need to know how long you're traveling to see them. I think that's good to just like keep it to yourself. And anyway, we had a great date. We end up going to a club after and the whole time like he was cool with traveling all along with me and my bodyguard. I had a fantastic night. I remember this is just a funny story. So we're fooling around whatever you would like to call it. And I had this like big like ponytail extension that I was wearing and it like falls off in the middle and he like picks it up in his hand and like I mean I feel like all guys have seen hair extensions before like if they haven't then like whatever maybe they haven't but most men haven't seen like a full-blown like ponytail situation and he picks it up and he's like at first he freaked out because like it came off and it was kind of like I guess if you're like making out with someone who was wearing a full-blown wig and you like didn't expect it and I like look at it and I laugh and he laughs and just like kind of throws it on the floor and yeah I had a great night. I had a lot of fun. I had my driver waiting outside for me, picked me up. And I was like, yeah, I'm like 10 minutes away. So great hanging out. Um, And I'm leaving tomorrow. So this was fun. And good story. That was a nice night. I did end up seeing him again in New York when I, uh, I don't know why, because we followed each other and he was just pretty. So we only made out another time, but nothing else happened. Fun experience though. I think that there's certain spots that guys get like either their friends tell them this is good date spots or some places are just good date spots. So I had this week where I was going on dates and 
the first night, like the guy texts me the day of and he's like, I have a reservation at Crosby Bar at 8 p.m. And I'm like, okay, cool, great. I go there and I have a very fine date. I don't think it was that memorable. And I didn't think I was going to see the guy again. Now, I had a date planned for the next day. And I don't know everyone else's experiences. I feel like guys sometimes tell you where you're going beforehand, but a lot of times they'll text you like the day of and be like, oh, let's meet here. And he messages me and he was like, let's meet at Crosby Bar at eight. And I'm like, great, cool. Like in my mind, I'm thinking, hope to God that this other guy isn't doing the same thing as me and going on two dates in a row. And hopefully he's not bringing girls to the same bar because that would be awkward if I bump into him. I walk into Crosby Bar. It is the same hostess. And she looks at me and smiles. And she's like, this guy is cuter than last night. And I'm like, cool. And she had sat him in the same table. Obviously, she didn't know that I was coming. But I guess it was like a little date night spot. And it was really funny. And I was very thankful that when we were leaving, that she didn't like make a joke or anything. She was very professional. So thank you for that hostess at the Crosby Street Hotel. Because I did have a time where I would go to Zero Bond a lot and I loved taking guys there because nobody would walk over to me like via the show and it's just like a good easy date spot if like I want to grab a drink with somebody and one time there's someone who like always hangs out there that I'm friendly with and they came over and they thought and I had already brought this guy to Zero Bond but like probably a month before And they came over to say hi, like a friend. And they're like, oh my God, like I saw you here last week. Like, it's so nice that you're back in town. And he's like, yeah, that's not me. And I'm like, (laughs) so I can't kind of felt like that girl who like has a spot where she likes to bring people. And the guy, like when this girl left, he was like, so he confused me with someone. She confused me with someone else. And I'm like, I don't know. Like maybe she just mixed it up. It probably wasn't somebody else. And like, he caught me. Next story. So I was talking to this guy that I had met over Art Basel, and he was from a different city. And he was coming to town to New York to visit me for the weekend. And but I was talking to this other guy who I was talking to like pretty often, had only seen him a couple of times. I wasn't doing anything wrong. And I knew that like if I'm out with this guy on Friday night and I'm not responding to the other guy's messages, he's going to be like, what's she doing? Like, who's she talking to? Who she's with? And I just like wasn't in the mood of that. And so what did I do? I told the guy who I was talking to, I told him that I was having a girl's night. And like, I wouldn't really be on my phone. I would talk to him tomorrow. My friends feel like I'm not spending enough time with them. I'm going on dates a lot. And like, they want my attention. And he's like, okay, cool. So I told my friends, I'm like, when you guys are out, like do like a cheer story and tag me so that I could repost it so that that man will think that I'm really with my friends where I really was with this other guy who was visiting me. Now, this was a little bit of a white lie. I did make sure to see my friends before I went on a date with this guy. So it wasn't like the biggest white lie, but it was a little bit of a white lie. But I thought it was really clever because I didn't want the other guy to feel bad. And it wasn't like we were exclusively seeing each other. I wasn't like we had had a conversation that we're still seeing other people. I just felt like I didn't need it to be like in his face that I wasn't responding to his messages and I wasn't going to start texting him while I'm on a date with like somebody else. So that seemed to have worked. 
And I made sure that my friends gave me like a little bit of a rundown of what happened that night just in case somebody would ask me any like specific questions so I would know what to respond. And as I'm saying this story, I do sound like a little bit of a liar, but guys, that was the only time I did it and I thought that it worked out well. So please don't judge me. I had this time where I would like go on no dates or I was going on like back-to-back dates like five days a week. And I don't know what this was. I would get like this surge of energy that I like wanted to go out. I wanted to see people. And then I would get exhausted from going on so many dates and I wouldn't want to talk to anybody. Now, the hope was that I would go on like a bunch of dates in one week and then maybe see one or two of these people the following week and like maybe see that through. That sometimes worked. That sometimes didn't work. But I had a time this summer where I did a back-to-back. I said I would do like a happy hour drink with one guy and a later drink with a different guy. So I go to my first date and we have a drink set for six o'clock and I have another drink set for 730. Originally the guy had told me eight o'clock and then he was like actually the reservation is for 730 and I like felt bad telling the first guy that I wanted to push it earlier because I already knew that like six o'clock was like kind of the earliest like most working people could do so I was like okay it's a first date like I'll just have a quick first date I'll say my dinner got pushed from eight o'clock to seven thirty, which was what I tell people whenever I do a back-to-back I always say like oh I have dinner plans with somebody else a friend I don't specify male female I don't say my girlfriend's I just like make up where I'm going. So what I did was when I get to the first date, I'm like, wait, let me double check how far away the second date is so that I know how much time I need to leave. Where is the second date? Right next door. And I am shaking because I'm like, how the hell am I going to leave this date and then walk next door to the second date without these two men seeing each other? I just was like freaking out. So the whole day, I really felt bad because like the first guy did not deserve my attention to be me freaking out about how I'm going to get from one date to the next date. I was not giving him my full time and my attention, which was not very kind of me. But I told him like the minute he sat down, I'm like, by the way, like my dinner got pushed early. And I told him that instead of saying it got pushed to 730, I said it got pushed to 715. Because I'm like, at least let me get to the next door date 15 minutes early because I know that a lot of guys like to get to dates a little early and I'm like I do not want these two men bumping into each other so the date's starting to close and I had told him that I was having dinner at like somewhere like I don't know a couple of blocks away because originally he was like oh like I can have my uber drop you off there and I'm like no no like I'm gonna like I'm gonna take an uber like the other direction it doesn't make sense for us to go together so I call my uber Even though I'm going next door, I was like, I'm going to set the Uber to go two blocks away and I'll get in the car. It will make a circle. I'll hop out. I'll just tell the Uber driver, oh, this is good. And I'll walk back, like making sure that the other guy leaves. And I hope you guys can like follow this story. It sounds a little chaotic. I order the Uber and the check is just taking forever to come. Now, generally, I would never leave a date early until like the check is paid. Like that's rude. Obviously, I offered to pay, but like he was like, no, I got this. And he we're waiting for the check. And I'm like, my Uber's outside. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like it's waiting like it's going to cancel on me. And he's like, no, no, like go to your Uber. It's fine. Like I got this. 
So thank God, as I'm walking out, since he's still waiting for his credit card to come back, like he's not going to be outside. I canceled the Uber. I accepted the $5 fee and I walk next door into the other date 20 minutes early. I hang out in the bathroom and then my next date starts. And I told myself that I would never do that again and that I cannot do any more back-to-backs because you're just like running from one place to the other. And what I learned is that you can't really like focus all your attention on this one person. Cause like, what if you're having a really fantastic date and you only gave the man an hour and a half of your time? Now, my previous mentality was that if you have a great first date and it feels like it's cut short, great. You get a second date, not a big deal. But my new mentality as I've become a mature dating adult is that you should give someone the option at least to have like a two hour date if it's going well or like maybe you want to get dinner after and like you can continue the night a little bit instead of feeling like it's cut short and I have had guys call me out on this before and they're like you double book me and I'm like yes it's a first date that's this is kind of my thing you know like what if it didn't work out like at least I'm getting dressed up for something else And, but now that I've done that a lot of times and I've had these situations where like, it's a close call, I just feel like it's not worth the stress and you should just give your time and attention to one human being a night. That is my lesson from this experience. My rule of thumb when it comes to telling people about my family's show is that I definitely never, I don't bring it up unless like, I think I may see you again. Like definitely not on a first date. It's not something I like to talk about. Unless there's a possibility, like, maybe I want to see you again, then it, like, would maybe be worth bringing up. But it's always something that's, like, pretty uncomfortable for me to talk about because I feel like the kind of guy that I'm going to want to date is going to be a little uncomfortable with the fact that my life is so public. So I try to wait, like, at least till the second date to bring that up because I feel like, number one, I'm always nervous about, like, someone being, like, clout chasey or not wanting to hang out with me for me and rather because like I'm somebody quote unquote and it's just like not something I like to do so I'm on a third date with this guy and I was like I knew on the second date I should have brought it up because it is a large part of my life and if I was going out with someone who had a reality show about themselves like I would like them to talk about it and I knew like he for sure knew about it because like at that point if you go on a second date with someone like I told him I do social media. I told him my full name even because like on dating apps, I usually just write like my first name. And I would say most guys don't know who I am. Like they haven't watched the show. The show is like very female oriented, but some people do. So I hadn't told this guy about it. And we're at a bar and this girl comes over to me and she was like, oh my God, I love your show. And like starts like, going on and on and he's looking at me and I'm like fuck like I hadn't spoken to him about this and suddenly people are coming over and like as I as this girl leaves I turned to him and I was like well I feel like it's time for me to tell you this and he's like I like knew about it like this isn't a surprise but I didn't realize like people would come over to you and I'm like oh no like this doesn't happen often usually when I'm out on a date like people see that I'm on a date and like are usually pretty respectful about giving me my space. But of course, as this date goes on, three more people come over to say hi. And I'm just mortified because I'm like, I just, I hadn't told this guy about the show. I said that most people don't come over. 
And then like here is that the opposite of that experience. And I wanted to crawl under the table because I was like, yeah, so this could happen sometimes. Needless to say, this guy was not comfortable with that. And we only hung out a few more times after that. Next story is something that like is one of my most memorable fun dates that I not dates fun experiences that I've had. I don't know why I'm including this in the date, but it was just like an experience that I had with a guy. I went to this festival where I was working with the company who was throwing it and I had like the full VIP experience. I was creating content with them and I saw this DJ go on stage and he was performing and he looked really cute. I checked out his Instagram page. It didn't seem like he was in a relationship and I'm like, you know what? I'm single. I'm here in this random ass place at a festival with a friend. Like, why don't I just slide into his DMs? And I've never really slid into guys' DMs before. Um, I just like, the I don't know. I just like never really did it. And I was like, let me try. I think I was drinking a little bit of champagne that day. I had some liquid courage going on. And I'm like, I'm going to ask him. And so what did I say? I just said, great set. Like something like really like mundane. And he responded like a few minutes later and he's like, thanks so much. Um, like you should come hang out. Like I have like a spot in like the VIP suite. And I was like, bitch, I'm already here. I didn't say that, but I was like, yeah, me too. I'm here. So we made up a time to meet. We meet at this place and we're like chatting. He seems like really quiet and like not what you expect like a DJ's personality to be like. I just like thought he'd be a little more outgoing. And I guess I've gotten that feedback before from people because like you see me on my stories or on the show and I'm talking, but like I'm interacting with my family or my close friends. But if you would meet me out in like a public setting, I'm much more reserved. So that was kind of him, but even more quiet. I felt like he was like really shy. So I tell my friend, I'm like, okay, like I don't think this is going anywhere. Like he doesn't either one seem interested or two just as like giving me nothing. But we say goodbye because like he has to go do some promo stuff and he like replies to my story then he's like we should hang out after like this next show and I'm like okay cool my friend decides that she's gonna head back early and I'm like I'm gonna go hang out with this DJ I tell my sister and my friend I share my location with them because I'm like check in with me and I'll check in with you because even though he was a public figure, I sent my sister his Instagram profile because I'm like, she will blast you if she doesn't hear from me. And because I was in like a random city and I go with this guy and his posse and I'm hanging out and it was just like one of those like really fun times. Like this guy had like fine line tattoos and really not like a vibe that I would generally go for. I'm much more like clean cut. But I was like, I've never like made out with an artist before. Like this is a cool bucket list experience. And we go to an after party together. We're hanging out. And it was just like a lot of fun. We ended up going back to his really nice hotel. We ordered room service, like grilled cheese and cookies and ate it in bathrobes. And it was just like a fantastic night. And I will always remember that. And I'm just like, that was a moment where I was like, YOLO, like you were single, you should be having fun. You should be having cool experiences. And that was like one of my highlight single experiences. One of my new year's resolutions was to do more in-person meetups slash friend setups. So I basically like 
anywhere I went, I would tell every single friend, set me up. I want to meet someone. If you think of anyone, think of me. I'm single, blah, blah, blah. So I had a friend of a friend set me up with this guy. And we go out on a date and we go to a bar in the West Village and we have a very nice date. I did not double book him. And I, so we're talking and I'm telling him that I have to move out of my apartment because my lease is up and they raised my rent a crazy amount. And he's like, oh, where do you live? And I felt comfortable telling him because it was a friend set up. Like it wasn't a random ass person from a dating app who I had met once. So I'm like, oh, I live in this building. And he's like, oh, I live in that building too. And I'm like, cool. So find out that this man lives in the building and good for him that he could pay the rent because I didn't want to pay the rent there by myself. And we walk back. Anyway, he texts me the next day that he had a really nice time. I had a nice time too. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, you knew that I was going away for the weekend. So he's like, I'll be in touch with when you're back to plan another date. I come home from Miami and I see there's like a note under my door and I pick it up and I start reading it. I didn't read the bottom. I just am reading the top and it's talking about how he knew I was traveling and that I would, I would be getting back that night and he wanted to ask me out and I'm like, oh my God, I have a stalker. Somebody knows where I live. Thank God I'm moving. And then I see at the end, it's signed this guy's name with the apartment number that he's in. And he had told me that before. And I'm like, thank the Lord. This is not a stalker. This was a guy in my building out trying to be cute and ask me out instead of texting me to ask me out, sending me a handwritten note, which I thought was really sweet. Um, didn't end up seeing him after date number two. But it was just really, I just like had this moment where I'm like, oh my God, like somebody knows my whereabouts. This is creepy. Now, this next date that I went on that I just thought was a really cute opening that was the best icebreaker that I've ever experienced. This guy asked me out and offers to have a car pick me up to meet him. And I was further away from where we were going. So it made sense for me to be picked up first. And it's always nice when a guy offers to have a car pick you up. I just think it's like a nice gesture than having to Uber there yourself. It's just nice. And I was like, cool, like good points for this man for having me picked up in a car. He gets in the car and what does he have? He has two shot glasses, whatever. He has two like shot glass containers, whatever you want to call them. Little mini fridge size Casamigos Blanco, which is the best tequila in my opinion for taking a shot and a chaser. And we did a little cheers in the car on our way to the date. And I thought that was really cute. And I'm happy that he included a chaser because if he would have brought the tequila straight up, that would have been a different story. But if you guys are looking for like a fun icebreaker to a date and you're a male and you're listening to this, take ideas from this man because it worked out for him. Now, my last and final story is the most iconic one that I think probably something that will never, ever happen to me again. I go out with this guy and we go on our first date. I double booked him, which he called me out for. I said that I had dinner plans. I did have dinner plans, but I had dinner plans with another date because I was being extra. And it doesn't matter. I just said I was dinner plans with friends. We go out on our second date and we go to this like really interesting bar in the East Village, I believe. And it was like they had like a little bit of like a drag show. And it was just really interesting. We were having a great time, fun music, interesting crowd. And 
we're getting ready to leave. It's like 11. And we were sitting on this like love seat kind of couch area. And he goes up to the bar to pay the tap. And I'm sitting down. And this girl like plops down right next to me, like kind of on top of me. And I'm like, oh, my God, this must be a fan or something. And she doesn't understand personal space. So I just like look at her and I'm like, hi. And she's like, oh, my God, you guys are so cute. And I'm like, thanks. This is a second date. We just had our first kiss. And she's like, oh, my God, I would have never known. It seems like you guys have been together forever. And I'm like, cool. And I see the guy that she's with go to the guy I'm with at the bar. And they're looking at us. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. Like, I feel like we're getting propositioned right now. And I call an Uber on my phone because I'm like felt uncomfortable and I wanted to get out of the situation. So he comes back with this guy and he's looking at me and I'm like, our Uber's outside. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. So we get up and we walk out and I'm like, what happened? Basically, this guy came over to him at the bar and was like, my girlfriend is really into the girl you're with. What are you guys up to later? And he's like, oh, we're just going to like head back home. And yeah, basically we're a proposition for a foursome. That's never happened to me before. And it was quite exciting and a fun experience. Also never ended up seeing that guy again, but that was fine. Fun time. And for the heart to heart segment, the question I received, which I feel like is a really good for this specific podcast is how many dates should you go on in a week? And I think that a healthy amount would be like two to three dates. I feel like that gives you time to have time with your friends. It has time for you to have a night in by yourself, which I think is super important. As a single human being, you need to have a night in by yourself to just like be on your own and learn to be happy with yourself. But I definitely have had times where I went on like seven dates in one week and that's chaotic. And like, there's a lot of anxiety. And I think that maybe if you're like me who is coming out of something super long-term, Maybe you are chaotic and maybe you do need to do that for yourself to distract your mind. But I think it's very hard to give someone your time and attention if you're like constantly jumping from person to person to person during the week. So I feel like that is a healthy amount. If you're someone who hates going out on dates, I would urge you to go on a date at least every other week just because you can't sit around and expect boys to come to you. Like you need to make the effort to see them. Dating takes time. It takes energy. And in order to meet someone, like, you have to be putting yourself out there. So, like, not going on dates ever is just not helpful. Uh, So, yeah, that – I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, had some laughs from my fun experiences. You can watch this podcast on Spotify. You can listen to it anywhere podcasts are available. Please give me your feedback if you like the video content. If you guys have any requests for topics or questions for Heart to Heart, send them in to hearttoheart at gmail.com or DM them to me. I'd love to get feedback from you guys. Follow me on all the platforms, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and I will see you guys next time.